Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, Vec escorted Dr. Devolus's captured Varesians to safety and returned with reinforcements courtesy of the city guard. Mir was able to enlist the help of their captured Grey Maiden, and the party prepared to descend into the bowels of the hospice. What frightening foes await them below? The Cursed Campaign continues now. Greetings, level seven adventurers. <laughs> you're you're just over a third of the way to twenty. Yeah. Feels oh, good. hell yeah! This is where the system really takes off. Level seven. Level seven. Yeah. Why does it take off at seven, Chris? Well, it takes off at the other levels too, but it k- keeps taking off at seven. It keeps taking off at seven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's an upward climb. Yeah. Exponential it's growth. It, yeah. It's half naked yes. at seven. It's taking so much <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't know. I do feel like. Every level that I've leveled up with Vec, I've been excited for. I think I've gotten something cool at every level. But today, when I leveled this up, I was like, wow, this is going to be cool. This is fun. There's a lot of good stuff on this sheet now that comes online at 7. I think casters get the best consistent level ups because either you're getting even and you're getting class feats and archetype feats, or you're getting a a whole new spell level and spells at odd levels. That is just the trade-off keeps going. That is absolutely true, Chris. Like there's there hasn't been a level yet that I've been disappointed with. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say level seven. I mean, depends on your class, but uh, you don't get any class feats as a marshal, so that's usually a bummer. But uh, because of the many systems we're playing, I believe everybody's gotten a skill to master, a, a, uh, a general feat, a ancestry feat. Um, the main stat you use as well your um, your key ability score. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so because we play gradual ability boosts, uh, everyone's got a 20 in their key stat, mm-hmm. I think. Um, unless you went super uh, multi-ability at the beginning, I don't think any of you did. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of stuff. And I think we we should probably just spend the top of this episode talking about it. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not going to get to the <laughs> potatoes of it. Um, so what I want to know is... What'd you get at seven that's exciting? And like, how's that translate to what your character's kind of been doing? Like, how, how's that, how's that play out for your character in terms of, you know, if you took a general feat that's X, what has your character been doing that's kind of leading up to that? Um, who wants to start? I'll go. All right, let's hear about Diego. Yep. So, Diego at level seven, there's a couple of things barbarians automatically get at seven. One is Juggernaut, which is anytime I roll a success on a fortitude save now, uh, I get a critical success. Oh, beautiful. When Fortune Saves goes to Master. I don't know. I don't think all classes get one of those at seven, but I really like the ones that come online early because that's so awesome. And so I like flavoring that as like Diego getting um, more resistant to like the viral plagues and all this other stuff. Like he was in a, uh, you know, a sewer uh, a couple days ago fighting through with Odeons <laughs> and stuff. You think he's going to, he's going to uh, come out of that stronger. He's been downed in the, in the dirt. Indeed. Barbarians also get weapon specialization, which the the damage amount that increases uh, depends on what instinct they're on. I'm a spirit instinct, so I get seven rage damage now instead of, I think I had three before. Some get more, some get less. I think that's pretty mid-range, um, but I love being able to do a seven positive or negative uh, now. That's great. Ancestry feats. 
I had two Duskwalker ones I was thinking about. Um, I could have gotten a, a life sense, 10 feet in precise sense. You can sense either living or undead. But for this campaign, I went with uh, Ward Against Corruption, um, which gives me a plus one circumstance bonus to death effects, diseases, and then specific stuff against like Sakils and other like weird undead, specific undead creatures. Um, so I think that's going to obviously come into play uh, throughout the rest of this campaign for sure. We also got a general feat at this level. I found a perfect general feat for Diego called Numb to Death. The yeah. prerequisite is it's a level seven general feat. Prerequisite is you have to have died, which he has. So once per day, the first time each day that I regain hit points um, while I'm dying, I regain my level and hit points additionally. And I don't gain the wounded condition coming back up, which as a oh. barbarian, that's going to be massive to be able to just bounce back mm -hmm. with no uh, um, kind of progression through the whole dying shenanigans. Yeah. So you've been like healed from dying so many times and, you know, your, your spirit has already, you know, been in a dead body. So you mm -hmm. kind of like, kind of like uh, extra, extra pop up. Oh yeah. Yep. Pop back up. And I took intimidation of master. I think that's, that's my shtick. Nice. Strength is 20 now, and it feels fantastic. <laughs> well, um, Mir, has, it's a big level. Um, I now have a 20 wisdom. Speaking of 20s, so that's mm. great. I also have level four spells, which is fantastic. Um, very exciting. And then um, I'm now a master in medicine. Medical master. Also super critical and important. And then... Um, some exciting things as far as like what feats I got is I got the ancestry feat victorious vigor. Um, basically, anytime I personally bring a foe to zero hit points, then I get temporary hit points equal to my con modifier until the end of my next turn. So I feel like Mir continues to go down this like bringing putting more health into her friends and taking health away, and it's like this this constant thing that she's doing, taking health away from her um, enemies. And I feel as though this is just like a very exciting, like she gets really excited about it. Yeah. Did she just, did she take that feat based solely off of the 150 damage cone? She did the other, the other. Highly possible. Highly possible. <laughs> highly possible. Um, the other thing that she got, and again, this is going back to that balance that she keeps doing. Uh, I have the general feat, which is actually a skill feat of advanced first aid. Um, so that would actually allow me to use, uh, my medical training to, um, like remove sickness and fear. So I can, instead of just stabilizing character or stopping bleeding with administer first aid, I can actually reduce an ally's frightened condition by two, um, or remove those conditions entirely on a crit success. And then I can only remove one condition at a time. But like if someone was sick in two, I could remove that with a successful check. And then um, if I was critically successful, it would be like I could remove a, a second three entirely or something. That's pretty crazy. Nice. Is that, is that like the two action administer first aid? It is. Yeah. Like, the, like for bleed. Yeah. It's the two action. So it would take some actions, but it could be really, really important in a battle if someone was, you know, not doing well. Yeah, absolutely. Those are hard to remove. Yeah. So those are, I think, the big ones. Did I miss anything? No, I think that's it. Those are the big ones. Well, I can jump in here a little bit. If we're talking key ability scores, 
I mentioned before we started recording that Vec is now twice as sexy as the average human being with a 20 charisma. Um, that means my charisma based skills are all going to be pretty high. Speaking of which, I dropped that master rank into diplomacy. So I'm rocking a plus 19 right now. Um, I went back and forth between that and intimidation, but I'm going to stick to my guns here. I think he's more of a diplomatic character than like a scary character. I'm going to eventually chase that intimidation, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely maining diplomacy probably through the rest of the game as these continue to uh, progress a little bit. Uh, of course, fourth level spells, very exciting. What did I take? Kind of doesn't really matter because they're probably <laughs> going to be all heals. But if you do see a fourth level spell come uh, from me that is not a heal, that'll be exciting. We'll save that for in game. Nothing too crazy on there. I didn't take anything with like the unusual or the rare trait. Um, speaking through some of the stuff that he gets at level seven, there is some awesome stuff. So when I uh, had to take my... Uh, ancestry feat I took now I was noticeably a little quiet last episode when we were talking about people being potentially hidden from healing because we leveled our sheets up ahead of time and I grabbed sense allies so if an al a willing ally um, within 60 feet is um, is hidden from me the flat check to target them is five instead of 11 so helps targeting like a Sylvie with blur when I got to heal her and she's trying to hide from enemies. So that's going to be helpful. Um, uh, besides that, I took a, a feat that I also took a skill feat in place of a general. This is evangelize. So I'm going to shout Aridin bullshit at people mid combat to stupefy them, which is going to be fun, <laughs> which, and I, and I do think that works because Vec is a charisma forward character and doesn't really understand his connection to religion. So when he starts evangelizing, people are going to be like, huh? <laughs> and, and maybe take a penalty for that. Uh, and then the very last thing that I want to call out is that all of my saves and my perception and my armor is still at trained, which sucks. But the will save that I have is now at master rank and with that, I unlocked a cool um, class ability called Resolve. So if I succeed at a will save, that success is actually a crit success. Oh, so you get the, the juggernaut for will. Exactly. So um, something tells me that's going to come in handy later. But I think that's pretty much all the cool stuff on my sheet. Like I said, this was an exciting level up. I, I really feel like I really feel the power climb from six to seven. Nice. Emily? Yeah, this was a fun level up for Sylvie as well. She does a lot of tumbling around and maneuvering to position herself in the right spot to help out the party. So this level up focused a lot on increasing her mobility. So uh, I did increase her dex. So that um, that is at the 20 now, which is awesome. Uh, being a swashbuckler, she gained evasion, which is great since I'm wow. so bad at saves. Now, uh, reflex saves. Um, you, got, you guys got an evasion save uh, for a party member across the board. <laughs> uh, and she also gains weapon specialization as well. Uh, so that'll be fun. And the speed boost she gets while in panache is now up to uh, plus 15 feet. So a lot of extra mobility when she's in panache and sorry she, emily does does that bring your speed up to a 40 let me double check to make sure 
because that's awesome. <laughs> that's, when, she, when she's in Panache. Right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I just got very excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah, 40 feet. Heck yeah. That's so fast. You're mm-hmm. going to be all over the place. You can get all around. Uh, and that also gives me more incentive to stay in Panache instead of like constantly cycling through. If I have that status bonus that's a little higher, then maybe I'll want to stay in Panache a little longer. She has also spent a little bit of time on the ground. So in order to help (laughs) out with that, uh, she did take the uh, style trick feet kip up so she can stand up without provoking, which will be really nice. And for a general feat, I took nimble crawl. And because she is now a master in acrobatics, she can crawl at her full speed. <laughs> which terrifying. is just wild. Wow. Just like the, uh, what was, was it? The grudge that had that character? Oh, yeah. Crawl yeah. character. Yeah. I think they did the same thing in uh, Exorcist where she's running around on, on her back or whatever. Crab yeah. crawling. Yeah. I Keep mean, up. now Sylvie can do that too. <laughs> Kip up is one of the best feats, like skill feats there are. Acrobatics for just a free action to stand up. I don't think you provoke even too with Kip up. Maybe. You do not provoke. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be so nice. It's hot. And then uh, saves, you know, are not my strong uh, suit. So for the ancestry feat, Sylvie is feeling the call. So she, I took the feat called, which gives you a bonus to uh, will saves against a mental effect. Nice. Now, you guys may have thought, oh, she forgot about Figgy. I did not. Figgy just doesn't do anything until eight. And then when we get to eight, it's going to be really big. It's going to be really big. Just wait. (laughs) It's going to be huge. Everyone's going to love what happens to Figgy. Yeah, gotta wait until late. Yes, no one forgot about their support characters. No one forgot to level them up. You're correct. No one forgot. No one forgot anything. (laughs) Kaken's now level seven. Uh, so funny, and, and and you're gonna tell us about him later, right? Because we're on that, we're on you know tight on time, you know. What the hell is Eidolon weapon specialization? He's <laughs> not gonna use that. <laughs> I don't fight with him. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Oh, he gets weapon specialization same time as you. Oh, cute. Gaken goes into a rage. <laughs> no, he would have had to take a rage phantom for that. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, well, I got to give out a hero point. Exciting level ups. So I'm. Thrilled to get to play with all these new abilities. I'm hype. Uh, this hero point comes from Kevin, who says, I don't know, man. I didn't think this all the way through, so I guess, hey, you, that roll was poop, so do better on this next roll. P.S. Long Island's on me next year at Gen Con. All right. And uh, what year was that posted? <laughs> this is an early Uh-oh. one. 2019. Oh, no. <laughs> Before the show. Oh, no. The Long oh, Island shit. ticket is expired. <laughs> Which year is that? Damn. What year is it? <laughs> All right, Kevin. Count on it. Next time we're at Gen Con, I don't think we're doing it this year. <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> but thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, when last we left our heroes, they had concocted a plan to smooth over the fact that they murdered a bunch of people and uh, and kind of buy themselves some time. So they accomplished several very important goals. 
one, healing themselves, two, disguising the bodies of those they killed as as bedridden plague victims, three, taking the victims of um, of experimentation to a safe place, namely Cresta Croft, where their testimony could be heard, as well as taking the very, very, very important notes outside of this hospice so that if they all die downstairs, the plague may still have a chance of being cured. They took everything off of the bodies, found a button key for a lift that they'll be able to use to get down to the Temple of Ergothoa. They convinced uh, Morgan, a gray maiden, to kind of act as a mole for them within that organization and also help them with this transition um, so that, uh, you know, the the great maiden organization doesn't find out that they're missing 10 people right now. Um, and now we find them well rested and ready to head downstairs, presumably. Yes. Downstairs. Okay. Like I said, downstairs. Sylvie's going to use that disrupting rapier that she just picked up. Oh, Beautiful. Uh, unless you guys are drinking new Bravas brews, probably take those suckers off. I only bought one, so no. So the, the lift is like uh, the rickety like chain lift. Yeah, and like there's there's rickety chain lift music playing, so it's like. You're all kind of like waiting, like it's really slow. Oh, the it's the it's the canned Corvosan like music that they play for lifts. Yeah. Okay. Is it a hand crank lift? No, it's got a button and a mechanism. There's there's not some guy at the bottom like I don't let anybody up here. <laughs> I thought it was us <laughs> gonna have to do that. No, we would get the, a bellboy for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have to imagine, yeah, like this rickety lift, chain driven and everything, probably displaced by weights or something. We're kind of tight in there. I don't know, probably quiet, like that, like trapped in an elevator, start to get like hot and sweaty and nervous kind of feeling as we're going down because it's whatever we find downstairs is going to be scary. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like Vec is on edge right now. Which means Mir has her bloody, bloodying or bleeding Wounding, that's what it is. Wounding. <laughs> sure, fell out. And your mom may be down here. Yes. Probably is. Yes. So, like, there's that ad- added level of stress, too. Like, oh, God, like, I don't want to see what may have happened to her, but we got to hopefully save her in time. This you know is what? scary. Yeah. I'm worried enough. I'm also going to drink. I know we, we've got uh, anti plagues to drink, probably. I'm also going to drink the an- an antidote that I have been saving. For My anti plague's been on. It's, it's like 24 hour. We only rested for. Yeah, well, it, there's an antidote too that I'm oh, okay. planning on drinking as well. That's kind of the thrust of what I'm getting at. Oh yeah, I have one of those on my sheet too. This, I guess, would be the time to use it. So I'll, I'll do that. Too. I'm worried about maybe toxins or poisons or something down here potentially. They're messing with dead bodies. They've got chemicals. Well, this lift cranks slowly down forty feet into darkness. You kind of like see the light dissipate as you leave the shaft and brightness of the upper floor and no floors in between just 40 feet straight down just 40 feet straight down down a shaft obligatory I have dark vision yeah I know you all do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, as the gate opens up, you see the scuffed stone walls of this chamber in front of you have been plastered over and then decorated with lurid murals of skeletons cavorting among the dead of a Corvosa that has been completely destroyed by blood veil. Simple wooden doors lead to the north, south, and west, each bearing a painting of a scythe-wielding skeleton. There's a sizable double door that stands on the east wall, appearing in the mural as a massive set of double doors opening into the pyramid foundation of Castle Corvosa. Two more scythe-wielding skeletons decorate these large doors. Oh my god, the... And the the floor of the map that we just opened onto is ominous too. Like the the tile is just like deep green, like sanitarium marble almost. Like deeper than like a sanitarium green. And there is this uh kind of foreboding green red rug in the middle too. Yeah, you can kind of tell like despite the decorations plastered over over this, this has been like hewn from the rock. And like it looks like they brought up stone from like the Jagare River to kind of build this area. A huge shift in setting from the first floor we were just on, essentially. And from the caves that we're used to, right? Like, yeah, this is the real deal, not some Darrow hole in the ground. Right. This is a this is a dungeon. Exquisite. It's exquisite. Or I guess more formally a temple. Mm. So Single doors to the north and south, double doors to the east. What are we thinking? Hmm. Maybe if we're all rested up, straight for the double doors. Boston. Do you want Gakin to follow you or? Yes. Always kind of like trailing Vec. Yeah. Get him next to me. And boy, that does terrify me to do the double doors. But I, we're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to be any better than we are now. Right? Like I, I'm scared, but it makes sense. This is the best time. Let's see. We should maybe perceive or at least look for traps or something on the door. Which Mir so, can do. So we're going to do your exploration activities at this point. So um, you guys know those, you know, detect magic, um, scout to give everyone a bonus to initiative, um, seek um, Mir gets a free check uh, to detect for traps, so you don't have to worry about that. I've gone ahead and rolled a secret check for you. Um, and with a 34, you notice that the double doors in front of you are in fact trapped. Well done, Haley. Oh, look at that. Oh. So what? I should remove those traps, probably. What, what does she detect about the doors? You detect a magical trap. You think there's a ward placed on these doors. You think it has something to do with the skeletons painted on the doors. Uh, but beyond that, you're unsure. Hmm. Couple checks could help with this. To disable it, you're going to need to be an expert in thievery. And you uh. could use thievery. You'd also think that a magic trap could be disabled with a dispel magic. I can't do anything, guys. What were those options again? It was a uh, dispel magic or expert thievery. Expert thievery. Yeah, I don't certainly don't have that. If it comes to it, we could have Gakin open the door. I would hurt. Potentially, we would set off an alarm if there is one. 
So maybe that's a good uh, incentive to try other doors first. I would allow a religion or a cultism check. The religion check can be done. Uh, trained occultism would have to be expert uh, to understand more about the nature of this trap. I'm trained in religion. Okay. Um, did you want to secret that one or do you want me to roll it? Now you guys can go ahead and roll those. Okay. See if I know anything here. Whoa. Go ahead and Probably not much. That's a 19 total. 19 total. You recognize the iconography belonging to Ergothoa, uh, but you can't tell what the magic here is going to do. Okay. So at that, I have no idea what this is going to do to us, but it can't be anything good. We're in the domain of the Mistress of Gluttony now. This is the Ergothoan temple we've been looking for. We know everybody that we hate's here. This one's going to be a rough one. Did anybody have that occultism at expert uh, or no? no? No one's expert yeah. in that, no. I don't think. And if we don't have... If we've got no dispel magic and no expert thievery, we either have to set it off or find another way around. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but... <sighs> I'm all for abandoning the double door plan if it involves setting off a trap. Same. Right yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where I'm at, is I think we gotta move around. Is Did my 34 sense any trap? Like, should I try to look for traps on these other doors, I guess? Uh, I'll tell you if you sense anything. I'm making your checks. Oh, okay. So we'll check the door to the north. Yeah, I would go ahead and straight up per- perceive for that now that we know that there's stuff in other doors. Yeah, the door right. to the north, uh, uh, according to the check that Mir gets, uh, is not trapped. Okay. Got a 28 to search that as well. Uh, Diego, you see the same painting on this door. You assume it's trapped. Mir. Uh. The logic seems to follow. They These doors all might be trapped. And does the third door at the bottom have a similar painting? It does not. Oh. Oh. Well, our path has been cut out for us. I mean, we should still check it. Yeah. So again, what activities are you performing during exploration? I'm only going to let perception checks from the people that are seeking. I'm seeking them. Yeah, I would seek. Okay. I'm the only one who can see traps. I need to seek. (laughs) You don't need to seek to get a free check against the traps. That's, oh. that's why I'm rolling your checks. You get a free check, a free secret check against traps. I am maintaining detect magic, which I've actually maxed out now that I have fourth level spells, so I can pinpoint sources of magic. Mm-hmm. You're not detecting magic looking forward. Sylvie, are you like stealthing or are you scouting so everyone gets a bonus to initiative? Yeah, I think I, uh, Sylvie will scout ahead to get that bonus. Okay, and that's good I would like to stealth. You can't stealth and seek. I wouldn't seek then. That's okay. what I'm saying. Is if, okay. I, if I get this for free, then I would just avoid notice. Okay. Mir, you don't sense any traps on this door. Diego, you don't sense any traps on this door. And trying the handle... It seems, you know, if you like turn it a little bit, it seems unlocked. Okay. I think uh, Diego could take it upon himself to uh, set off a potential trap if there is one on this and try to open it. Okay. You open the door and you see sitting in front of you the, uh, well, you've opened the guard post. 
And so, okay, <laughs> Mir <laughs> can roll stealth for initiative. The rest of you are rolling perception, although I'll allow Vec to roll um, like a magical tradition if that's better because you're using detect magic. And everyone gets a plus one to this because Sylvie was scouting. Do I roll a new stealth? I didn't see if you roll the stealth. If you roll the stealth, then you're good. That's your initiative. Okay, although but add it would one be to 21. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I rolled a stealth for a 20. Nice. A 28 for Diego. Great. Uh, 23 for Sylvie. Okay. How about Vec? I also got a 20. Um, I I think that makes me tied with Mir, in which case, by all means, go first. I will uh, bring up the rear. Awesome. Well, Mir gets a 20. Oh, did you roll a 20? I rolled, I rolled a 20, but that doesn't... I have a 21 total. You have a 21 total. Oh. What I'm saying is, did you have a 21 total or did you have a 20? Did you take the... The Sylvie bonus. The Sylvie bonus into account for that 20 or no? Vec. I did, yes. You did, okay. So you're you're naturally at 20, so yes. we're good. okay. Oh, yeah. I'm a 21 with the bonus. That's why I'm actually Got different. it, got it, got it. I just forgot to put that in my first go. Okay, well, at the start of initiative, we have a gracious surgeon. The one actually uh, right by the door is going to draw his scalpel, is going to perform a medicine check against Diego, who's, you know, right here. This is going to be against your fortitude DC. I'm glad it's me. And that is a critical... With natural a natural 20, 20. Yep. Yep. so he gets crit medical malpractice and then he is going to take one strike out at you and a 32 to hit that'll hit okay that is 13 points of damage um, and that's his whole turn the careless surgeon is up next in the back of the room he's going to draw a scalpel move up and I think he's going to attempt a medical malpractice on Sylvie since he can see Sylvie and is just not going to strike out this turn. So versus Sylvie. Ooh, natural two for a 20. I don't think that beats your fortitude DC. It does not. So he is not. He doesn't have that bonus on him, but that is his full turn. And now it's Diego's turn. Diego cries out against the one that practiced against him what you don't realize is i've already met my deductible <laughs> he is going to rage and then try to swing down uh against this uh this awful fake surgeon 16 on the die goes to a 33 33 is a critical hit yes a reasonable response to uh <laughs> To the healthcare system in this country. Yes. I enter a rage and attack. <laughs> yes. All right, I'm gonna roll like critical damage. Oh, kind of low on the dice, but overall, with all my flat damage, 44 points of damage, bludgeoning and negative. I'm doing a negative rage. Okay. And crit specialization because I'm raging. They are knocked prone, so there's no reason for me not to swing again at map. Oh, six total or six on the die goes to a. Uh, 18. 18 because he is prone. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Well done. Yes. 
See if I can make another stain. 25 points of damage. 25 points of damage. You bring down the hammer and just like Gallagher and a watermelon yeah. smash his head on the on the uh, tile floor. Barbarian. That first uh, surgeon is crushed. First first turn done. Effective turn finished. Sylvie, you're up. We are currently blocking the doorway, and Sylvie would like to give. Figgy a chance to get up closer to these enemies so he can attack as well. So Sylvie moves into the room on top of the uh, fallen guard here, the surgeon, and she attempts to tumble through uh, the uh, surgeon that tried to medical malpractice her. Okay, roll me that acrobatics. Oh, only a 22. A 22 still succeeds. Oh, all right. Yes. She is going to move over to the other side. And now that she is in a state of panache, she will strike out with the disrupting. Oh, you know what? Diego is within... Uh, range of this surgeon, so Sylvia is actually going to attempt a trip. Smart. And she is in Panache, so she gets, we have a plus one bonus. Let me double check. Yes, plus one. That is a 29 to trip. That is just a critical trip. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Go ahead and roll me a d6 of extra damage. That is five points of damage as his head hits the stone. And then final action, Sylvie will strike this fallen surgeon. Ooh, only a 14. Yeah, 14's not going to do it. It is the impartial surgeon's turn. Oof. I think since... It's possible to get Sylvie cornered here. He's going to move around and up to be threatening. Sylvie is going to attempt medical malpractice here. Uh, how about a 25 versus your fortitude DC? Oh, yes, that is a success. Okay, so he's going to get some malpractice on this and is going to attempt to strike you and will not with an 18 total. Mm-mm. Next is Mir's turn. Yes. And Mir has that wounding shortbow out. Mm -hmm. So she is going to target and shoot at the uh, careless surgeon. Now, hang on. I do just want to double check something here. Did I... Oh, ooh, ooh. That's what I was thinking. Um, so just kidding. I said the careless one, but I actually mean the cute surgeon. The cute surgeon. Okay. There's going to be just a tiny bit of regular cover, or, um, lesser cover there. Cause you're shooting, you know, Is basically that a two? it's a one. Oh, so you're shooting through other people. So they're flat footed to me. Uh, the cute surgeon is. Because because of surprise attack and I roll ah yes because stealth. you are you are ahead of the cute surgeon in initiative which is oh, why I looked nice. at it and oh, switched. 
Um, that's why I was rereading my feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on that cute surgeon that is flat-footed to me, I will try to strike. Let's see what I get. Oof, a two on the die. Yeah, that's not going to do it, <laughs> even flat-footed. I know, that sucks. Okay, and then, honestly, uh, I almost just want to shoot him again and then command Figgy to go up and do stuff, and I think that's what I will do. Okay. That's a 14 on the die. Yep, that's going to hit. Awesome, 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 awesome. So that's going to be seven points of damage, and then there's going to be a d6 of speed. And now I'm going to command Figgy to uh, run up here, which is up here being flanking with Sylvie. I Flanking the prone, careless surgeon. Correct. (laughs) And then is going to have him bite. I wonder if the careless surgeon can whisper anything before he dies. (laughs) Who knows? Let's see if Figgy can bite. Well, with a 13 on the die, I think I bite. That is a hit. <laughs> awesome. I definitely wanted that on the careless. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't think he's ever going to dance again. <laughs> <laughs> All those people he infected with blood veil. He's got some guilty feet. <laughs> oh, no yeah, rhythm. no rhythm there. <laughs> All right, and that's everything. That's uh, full of five, four actions. <laughs> Great. It's the cute surgeon's turn. Cute surgeon is going to move... Uh, ooh. Yeah, is going to move around Figgy, which will provoke from Sylvie, yeah. Oh, no. A two on the die for an 18. Yeah, it's a miss. Then the cute surgeon is going to attempt medical malpractice on Figgy. That is a natural 20. Uh, Gosh darn you. Mm, He must have been a vet. (laughs) Yeah, this one was a vet. Uh, and then he's going to strike the now flanked Figgy. Ugh, you butt. Oof. Uh, 21 against Figgy's flat footed. Flat footed is a minus. Minus two. Two? Ah, uh, yes, that's successful. Oh, wait, anyways, minus one would be successful. Okay. Here comes the damage. Okay. 11 points of damage. Ugh, that sucks. Almost the amount that I did on the. Careless surgeon. Ooh, and then he takes five points of bleed. <laughs> nice. Does he recover? I don't know. Let me roll my recovery check. It's a 19. He does. Dang. That sucks. Now it's Vex's turn. All right. Bringing up the rear in initiative is one Vicaris Relby. We're basically, most of us are still in this like foyer reception area with all these paintings and stuff. Uh, looking into the little guard area, there's not much Vet can see. He saw Figgy and Sylvie kind of disappear in there. He saw other surgeons, but they've kind of scattered to get into flanks. I am not the type of character that is going to run in there after them, and nobody is in uh, <laughs> quite enough trouble to justify that anyway. He can only see one target. So he is going to try to intimidate them and then hit that single target. Unfortunately, just single target with an electric arc. Okay. So he is going to look at this dude. It is the careless surgeon. This is the one that I think is prone, right? He's in the prone, uh, yes. Yeah, he's prone in the doorway. Hey, your time's up, mate. And try to intimidate him a little bit. 
Oh, that's a maybe. Well, I, I, I think I might got it there. Uh, that's going to be a 25 to intimidate. 25 does frighten the careless surgeon. Okay, good news. Then I'm going to go ahead and um, brandish the tattoo that Vac has um, and point it at this creature as a bolt of electricity shoots out. I'm going to need a reflex save, Griffin. Sure. That is a 19. A 19 is a failure. Yeah. So we're going to be doing some D4s here. How many D4s now? That's going to be 4D4 plus 5, buddy. Nice. Fifteen points of electricity damage all goes through having failed the save. And that's three actions from Vec. Okay. It is now the careless surgeon's turn. He just saw Sylvie uh, attack somebody running away. So I think he's going to be a little wary about that and attempt to crawl pain is all he'll find. I would like to attack. Yep, go ahead. <laughs> 12 on the die goes to a 29. That'll hit. Here comes some damage. Oh, pretty good damage. 31 points Ooh. total. Yeah. Love to die on the die. So that kills him. He yeah. just like <laughs> Before he can get off his ass. Like, yeah, he's like crawling and you just slam him on the kneecap. And his knee bends backwards. He shrieks oh, in yeah. pain. Yeah, he, he uh, careless whispers in pain, and uh, <laughs> the broken bone shard sticking out of his leg makes him bleed to death. Now he truly has no rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> you've dis- you've uh, disconnected his guilty feet. And it's your turn. Yes, it is now Diego's turn. Okay, well, uh, Diego is going to try to intimidate uh, the one that Sylvia is next to after doing that. Okay. Actually, sorry. He is going to move up to be flanking with Sylvie there, um, like so, and will then intimidate because I get an extra bonus uh, for being next to someone physically when I roll an intimidate check. Where is that from? Uh, from my intimidating prowess. If my score is twenty, if my strength score is twenty or higher, the bonus <laughs> increases to plus two. Ooh. That's real nice. Mm. So he is going to uh, growl at uh, this this surgeon saying, there is no one upstairs to save you. This room will be your tomb. Unfortunately, the surgeon's impartial, so he just goes, eh. <laughs> uh, well, impartial to a uh, 36 <laughs> to intimidate. 36 will make him frightened, too. Oh, yeah. And then I will swing down on him once with the maul. 14 on the die goes to a 31. Uh, that's going to crit, my friend. Yes. Big damage, big damage. Oh, oh, close to. Now, this is nice. This is close to a minimum roll. I got a 2 and 1 on my d12, goes to 34 damage. Wow. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that barbarian did open up a little bit at 7. Yeah, that yeah, damage yeah. is nice. The extra, it's, it's the extra static, rage damage yeah. is getting doubled. I am I am fine with minimum damage now on my guy if I'm crit. <laughs> that's, that's fine with me. That's my turn. All right. Sylvie, not only did that uh, rock the guy next to you, but uh, he falls prone because of Diego's crit yes. 
Ooh. He's minus four debuff now. Jeez. Sylvie is inspired by that show of strength, and it gives her the confidence to try to finish this guy off as she uses her confident finisher. Is a 25? That's a crit. How the hell? Oh, boy. He's <laughs> AC down by four. Jesus. These guys are creature threes. Oh. Not very good. Who, who puts surgeons at a guard post? That's not their... They studied medicine their whole lives for this. I think there's something suspicious going on with these surgeons. Mm. <laughs> that is 50 points of damage with the confident Whoa. finisher. Oh. He's confidently finished. <laughs> yeah, you hear him finish loudly as he dies. Ah, <laughs> uh, glutton for pain, huh? Sylvie then... Yeah, this one worships on Kathan. Oh, <laughs> closet Zani K worship. Sylvie falls out of Panache, but she is going to move around, run by Figgy, and she doesn't have enough to tumble through, but she will flank with Figgy uh, with the, I believe this is the cute surgeon. Okay. Mir. Mir is going to walk into this room and then she's going to stand next to Diego and shoot at the cute surgeon because why would I use spells for this? I don't know if you were feeling particularly wasteful that day. No, I'm <laughs> not. That's a 27. Yep, that, that hurts. You don't want to show off your fourth level spells? No. I think that now's the time. Fourth level cantrips. You know. That'd be nine points of damage plus bleed, and then she's going to command Figgy to uh, bite then claw. That bites a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> 32. I don't think he's very long for the world. No. <laughs> and then that critical is going to be 18 points of damage. Still up. And then we're going to claw and hope for the best on this claw. And that is only a four on the die, so I did miss. For 12. Uh, a shame. Yeah, that is a shame. The cute surgeon has um, already crit malpracticed on Figgy, so he is going to attack at Figgy. A three on the die won't do it. Nope. Uh, 23 will, though. Yes, it will. For 13 points of damage. And then uh, we're just gonna just gonna take it to the house. Rolling for broke. Nope. Natural four for a nine. <laughs> uh, sorry, is that a critical miss? It is, but it's against Figgy. Oh, is that is that the requirement? I believe so. Uh, I can wrong. double check. I didn't think it worked against other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Versus you. Yep. <sighs> And he takes six points of bleed damage, killing him. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, guys. We then, hate- then Vet charges into the room. <laughs> well, then Mir suddenly- I heard you need my help. <laughs> I say, at that point in time, Mir suddenly gets more health, and then it fades away after six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we handled that boss fight immaculately. Yo, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. It was a really good boss fight. You handled a... Uh, 
I am. What would down that be? Here. Minus four levels, like below trivial encounter. So Vex starts ripping the masks off. All right, which one of these is in Dason? <laughs> <laughs> Check them all. Who could these be? <laughs> Rolf and Dason. Dason, Harley Quinn. <laughs> We're good. And I know her name's not Harley Quinn. It's Jolstina. That's the mm-hmm. one. Do you guys think we have time to treat wounds? I don't think anyone's been alerted. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just kind of. Yeah, I, I'd say like maybe we just like pause for like 15, 20 seconds. If we don't hear anybody talking or doors opening, okay, we're good. We can all come in, close the door, search yeah. the room, mm-hmm. and do our stuff. Sure. Yeah, I would just, I would like to tree wounds on both Figgy and, and not myself, but Diego. Well, uh, as you guys search the room, you see that a number of crates are filling the room, and a particularly large one has been dragged into the chamber's center, around which stand four mismatched chairs and stools. Looks like a game of cards, playing, but you know these crates seem like this seems like this like might have been a storage area at some point. See if there's anything worthwhile in here. If yeah, not, probably get to getting. Sure, hey, Figgy's down very low, but enough that a, what like a lay on hands yeah. while I was also treating wounds would be like helpful. Can we get a? quick refocus after that well i so have to spend 10 minutes treating wounds perfect so that's why i was saying like let's do it yeah he's I, I got him covered then okay thank you my by the way my uh with going up to level four the lay on hands is now at a static 28 very nice thank Pretty you. Dope. yeah while you guys do that uh, i think diego and Sylvia will just be searching the room yeah as you guys search uh, you are kind of looking through these crates. None of them seem like they're nailed shut anymore, so you could just kind of like search directly through them. Doesn't appear to be anything of value in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like a bunch of empty crap that they threw into the guard station. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so finding nothing in the room, what are you guys doing now? We've kind of healed up. I'd like to see if the keys that we got actually fit to any of these doors. You don't find any keyholes. Mm. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to step into the corner, back corner of the room and good luck. If we want, Gakin could attempt to open the door. I'll still take the the damage and whatever effects happen. But maybe if it is something bad, I could just dematerialize him. It's true. Although if Diego is the one who opens the door and it's a save or something, he could use his cat's luck if he... Uh, doesn't make it, and I have hero points to use as well, too, so. And I do have evasion now, but I tend to be bad at saves. <laughs> if, is Vec able to detect schools of magic yet with his detect magic, or is it just where, precisely where the magic is? Let me double check that. Alright. Well, I'm looking at the wrong cantrip. <laughs> Alright, there we go. Heightened at third level, school of magic. Heightened at fourth level, you can pinpoint it. So, yeah, I guess that would could give us an indication of what we might be up against. Yeah, I think it's I think it's mm-hmm. worth trying. Mm-hmm. And I think there is like a little bit of an asterisk on there though when we're talking about this. So you learn the highest level school and can pinpoint the source of the highest level magic within the radius. So. I don't know if these doors are the same or one is uh, a more difficult trap than the other, but um, weirdly, it's not like I can know both, I guess. Okay. Necromancy. Necromancy. Okay. 
Everything in here is going to be necromancy, by the way. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, Sar, are we thinking fortitude save? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Diego should be the one. The uh, the returned Duskwalker should potentially be the one to try to take the brunt of the effect. Oh, be careful, mate. Be careful. You guys standing where you want to stand? Sylvie's moving back. Uh, back up. Yeah, get Gaken by me. I want to be. I, I want to have Gaken between uh, Vec and Mirror <laughs> to potentially do battle medicine or heals if he needs to. And Diego will take one massive paw and and open the door. Yeah. So the second you touch the door, before okay, you uh, open the door, both paintings slash out at you with scythes, and the room starts to fill with poison. Wow. I'm glad we took antidotes. No kidding. (laughs) Here is the initial poison effect. Uh, Oh, no, it's going to just spread, guys. Um, So, Diego, here's what's going to happen. If anyone should take this, Diego's the one to take it, though. This is... We, we, we prepared as well as we could for this. Okay. I have a 24 and a 39 to hit. To hit my AC. Yes. One of the, the 39 is going to crit me. Okay. And what about the 34? Is that hit too? The 24. Yeah, thank you. 24. Said. 24. That's what I meant. 24 misses. All right, good. At this level, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I could have activated my warding tattoo against this and take two less damage. Oof. It would increase my AC a bit, but that's not going to change the uh, outcome. Okay, so you're going to take double that, and then it's got a deadly D10. 22, so 44 points initially. So 49 total points. 49 points of damage. And then I need you to make me a fortitude save. Okay, I've got... If I don't roll good initially, I've got some opportunities to this use. This is versus a poison. I know you've taken an antidote. Perfect. Po- the antidote's going to give me a plus two item bonus. So I'm rolling at plus 18 here. A three on the die, though, is just going to go to 21. So I, th- I think I want to re-roll this. I'm going to use my cat's luck for the day. Okay. Re-roll this triggering saving throw. Use the better result. Roll the 16 on the die, so that's going to go to a 34. Okay. You succeed, so you critically succeed. Yes, with the uh, with the new uh, Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. So no damage. Diego just inhales the, <laughs> the, the poison and breathes it out like a boss. Okay, now we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Right. Just regular, like, perception type initiative? Yep. Allow me to use my fortitude save. No. <laughs> All right. Diego, what you got? 17. The rest of you rolling in here, or are you? Yeah, I, I got a 23. Oh. What's yours? 24. So I got a 12. Okay. This thing's routine is at the start uh, because it gets to roll initiative. So uh, with a 24 and it being the enemy... It goes first. It is going to make two strikes at Diego because Diego is within reach of both doors. Is it the is it the double doors that are attacking? Okay. That's good to know. Okay, we've got a 31 and a 30. Both hit. Both hit. First one's going to be 25 damage. Diego's bloodied. 
Second one is going to be 14 damage. And then the poison, because it is in one, two, three, four, five squares, is going to spread two more squares, two squares of my choosing. Oh. That feels rude. (laughs) That's the way the the trap goes. Is it like tendrils of poison fog, like reaching out? Uh, It's like poison billowing out from the door. So what I'm going to have it do is instead of spreading uh, down this way, I'm going to have it kind of spread like this. Uh, So two more squares have come out kind of past Diego. So you guys actually start to like lose Diego in this, in this like green poisonous mist as you see him just yelp as the scythes cut into him again. And it is now Vex's turn. All right. So he's starting to disappear into the mist. Can I target him with a healing spell? Target? Gaken. Gaken. Oh, that's right. He's right next to me. Nice and easy. That's why we did this. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I guess we're just going to go ahead and use a lay on hands right away. I'll save my spell slots in the off chance that I might be able to recharge this with a focus. So as soon as this poison starts to fill the room, uh, Vex is going to, oh, shit, and just lay both of his hands onto Gake in there delivering a 28 static points of healing to Diego. Nice. There's a whole bunch of riders on there, um, but I'm not sure exactly how they transfer between the two. Like if I give Gakin a plus two AC, I don't think that transmits to Diego. I wouldn't imagine, but we may not have to worry about that. So after using a lay on hands, then Vec is going to say, all, all right, Diego. I, I, I don't know if you can kick the door in. I, I, I but I, I, we got to get out of the way of this poison, and I don't want to start this thing over. So, he really just realistically is going to turn the corner and head back down towards the guard post, guessing that the fog might just fill this like initial area and not go down where it could have hurt the guards who work here and are clearly living beings. And that's the end of his turn. Although I have one action left. I don't think there's anything else I can roll on this, right, Griff? Like, it needed the thievery Uh, or whatever. I've got a religion check. Yeah, you can roll religion. Okay. Ooh, 18 on the die. 29. Okay. 29. You know how to deactivate it. Please tell me. Um... You need to deal positive energy to the doors and doing so, if you deal at least 10 points of positive damage, will disable them for a minute, which should give you oh, time yeah. to figure out how to, you know, shut it off for good. Yeah. Or at least get through it. Diego, forget what I said. Positive energy will cancel it out. Knock them down now. And do we think that we can't open the doors or anything until the that? Door, the doors, like, you would have felt or, like, heard, like, <clears throat> like they almost, like, barred themselves from the other side. Makes sense. Okay. Dang, I, I could have done positive energy if I rolled that earlier, but that's fine. We At least we learned. Yeah. And I'm sure you can hit it twice easy. By knowing that, mm-hmm. the other thing you know is if you just want to disable this one, the other one you can also disable for a minute and it won't activate as long as no one touches it. Just to clarify, is that... So, like, you can you can positive energy 
the the other door and it, it won't activate. Got it. Okay. And you could go through. So you could you could essentially go either way now, if you they, you think that they function as the same type of trap. Okay. Well, that's really good information. Yeah. Good good knowledge. Okay. Next in the order is Mir. Mir is gonna delay until after Diego. Okay. Then Diego's turn it is. Okay. So here's kind of the scary part of all of this is Diego can deal positive damage when he rages, but to deal 10 positive damage, or like the amount we think we need to unlock the door, he's got to rage and then hit both times. And if he fails, he'll be in the poison and within uh, striking distance of the thing. So the question is, do we even want to risk that or should I just withdraw we let the poison spread a bit. We hit it with positive at range, and then we go through. That's I'm, th- good question. I'm thinking the range is safer. Uh, we don't know what the range on these doors is, but I think if I get far enough, if we all get far enough away, they should. The range is going to be subject to concealment. I'd say you're like right here, so you're you you're next to it in a fog cloud. Yeah. If you if you you know recognize how that works, so like. Yeah. It's going to be 50-50 to hit it with a spell outside of this cloud. It's going to be, you know, the the DC 5 for you to hit it. I, I would say you really can't miss it unless you're rolling out one, right? It's a door. It's an object. So, okay. okay. So it's, it's really just can you deal the positive energy damage to it, which in this sense means, like, can you bang on the door twice? Okay. Mm-hmm. And that would disable it and for it would be able to strike. Okay. Then I will attempt that instead. Yeah. If Diego's confident, he thinks he can wail on this thing enough. He is going to rage, filling his maul with positive energy, and is now going to try to, to just absolutely bring the, the, the brunt force of his maul down on these doors. That's a nine on the die for a 26. Okay. And then, map. Uh, six on the die, four and eighteen. Yeah, again, it's like a DC five to hit a object. So, uh, do you want the concealment checks on that? I do want the concealment checks. Okay. So yeah, you gotta. It's five. Okay, you hit. <laughs> Twelve. Okay, you're good. You're good. So you cool. you manage to disable the door. However, you are in the poison. Yes. So I do need a fortitude save. The, what you've noticed though is you you bang on it tw- twice and both the skeletons like reverted to almost like painting looking wow. and the like from their mouths the poison stopped. Okay, so it's just the current cloud. It's just that the I've current cloud. With. You know, it'll it'll dissipate in like in like a round. It's just you need to yep, you need to withstand this one last. Okay, well I'm glad I drank that antidote. Rolling at a plus eighteen again here. Seventeen on the die. Thirty-five. You're yep, yeah, you're good. So Diego survives, and um, you know Mir has been waiting. Mir, I don't. I'm sure Diego yells like it stopped. You know, so you probably right. The doors have reverted. The poison's there, but we should All be able Mir to proceed. All Mir will do is move away from the poison, and just in case. Okay, um, Sylvia, I assume you're just kind of. Sylvia's seen the error of her ways and she is going to drink an antidote as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Smart. I I don't think anyone really has to do anything here. Diego's going to step out of the poison and is not going to continue to spread. So we can end the encounter for now. Um, you know that, you know, this is a temporary thing. The second someone touches that door, you know, by Vex reckoning again, 
it's going to go off if it's outside of this minute time frame. Mm -hmm. So you've essentially disabled it in the sense that it's no longer running. Mm -hmm. And for a minute, you have immunity to go through it. If you want to do that, you can go ahead. Just know that the trap will be triggerable from the other way if you try and retreat. Okay. Unless okay. you disable it. Okay. So any like rounds healing we can do before going through, probably we want to do now before. Um, yeah, and it's only round healing. Yeah. Again, it's not going to go off again until you touch it. So you have the option to just stay here and heal. It's just if you were to retreat from this sanctum, it's going to okay. go off okay, on the gotcha. other side if you don't disable the the door. So I would allow now that Vec knows a little bit more about it, I would allow some, you know, another religion check now that the cloud's gone uh, to to know more or to potentially try and, you know, try and work on disabling it. Okay. But a, va a valid approach could be we heal up here, take out however much time, and then we just hit it with a one, with a, a level one heal through, yeah. and run through. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would, if we can do that, I'd prefer that because I'm, I'm half right now. I'm half health. Exactly. I will treat some wounds on you then. Well, if you want to do that, let me try to disable it. And if I fail, I'll just walk away and we'll do that strategy. Well, if you fail, I think you might trigger it. He knows not to touch it. Okay. So that's, okay. The, that's the important part. What he's going to be doing right now is like discerning more information okay, here. Okay. Because I know one of the active disable conditions is like you re trigger the trap, yeah. basically. <laughs> okay, you want to go ahead and give me that religion? Yeah, let's give it a shot here. 23 uh, 23 the only other thing you learn is that those scythes only attack creatures that don't have the neutral evil alignment hmm oh. anyone trying to take an alignment shift right now <laughs> tell me who I need to murder <laughs> alright I'm gonna try for a DC 30 cause I can do that now I have to get an 11 or higher on the die to do that. Okay. It would give, it would heal you a significant quantity. Uh, I got a 15 on the die, so you are healing 40. Oh, nice. Whoa. That is 40 of the 60 that I, I am down, so I just need 20 more. So that's a very easy check now for me because if you only need 20 more, I can literally pick a lower quantity. Perfect. So you guys are going to take 20 minutes in here, so I assume Vec is refocusing. Um, um, and then if you're all healed up, I'm all refocus. We're back to rocking and rolling here. It's hit it with positive at range. Now, definitely a valid strategy. The positive that I can do is a disrupt undead, but that has a target of one undead creature, so I don't think that affects a door. Mm-hmm. So it'd have to use a heal spell. Yeah, level one. I think it's a, yeah. a worthwhile well, expenditure. So level one, you know you have to do 10 points of positive. Right, which means that I have to at least do two off my D12. Yeah. I trust. Oh, okay. Well, trust no, because uh, you don't add the eight for uh, damage. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's oh. Right. Yeah, so you'd I have to it. roll an eight. So <laughs> be level No, I'd have two to roll a nine. Be... I'd have to roll a nine off that, because then I, I do add... Do I add my spell level for damage? I don't think I do. Yeah, I'd have. I think I'll just have to roll a ton. Oops, part of my language there. And uh, do you get the twelves for damage? No, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. So you're probably gonna be burning a uh, level two heal. 
And That's, what about a lay on hands? Does that do damage? Touch the door, which will trigger it. Um, um, well, unless you unless you apply your uh, meta magic to lay on hands. Yeah, I can, but the targets are one willing living creature well, or one undead creature. Wait, but if you do a two action heal, then it's eight plus a d8. No, because a two act, that's only for healing. It's not for. Oh, arming. I see. I missed that. Yeah, it's, if you're healing a living creature, it increases mm-hmm. by eight, unfortunately. So a level two heal has a better chance of doing it, but that's a greater expenditure. Yeah, and the only thing but I also, have that does good damage is my level three spell. But also that's like certainly not a sure thing. That's just 2d8, which more than likely is going to be less than 10. I mean, you could do the same thing that Diego did, where it's like, you know, you could spend two ones and hope those add up to 10. You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, he got the 10 across two hits. Well, I could do a one and you could do a one. Did we do that? Yeah, you could definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys both at the same time. Split the burden. Yeah, yeah. and then if it still doesn't add up, one more. Yeah, one more will do okay, it. Okay, yeah. That could... I will Sorry. use the wand, I guess, because that is less versatile than a regular yeah. spell slot. So yeah, I guess I'll roll D8 and see what happens. Okay. Seven. Seven and a six. All right. Yes. So that that does deactivate the trap for one minute. Awesome. Hurry, stack up, open the doors. Let's go through. Let me go first. All right, we try the doors. Yep, the doors are unlocked. Oh, no. Oh, we go through, but gosh. what is going yeah. on? Yeah, you here. basically have to run through here. And what? you see behind panes of glass, fragments and even whole bodies of the living dead line the walls and floor of this chamber. Their rotting faces sneering and their broken fingers clawing at each other and at the glass and at you. They're twitching in vain below you on the floor and in the walls and even above you in the ceiling, you can see them pressing and pounding down on the glass. You observe in the pit of your stomach that rather than some massive nightmarish grave, this seems like it's meant to be an attempt at art. Mm. Yuck. And as the only living creatures in the room, the undead begin to pound on the glass at you. And I think we'll continue the curse campaign next time. Oh my gosh. Ready for some burst heals in this room. Let me tell you what. (laughs) The Bestow Curse podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.